1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
0: One Love Pale Ale. Perfect for all occasions and the ultimate crowd pleaser. Drink responsibly. Master Builders Victoria. Supporting Victorian builders for over 147 years. Not a member yet. Call today. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell.
1: Welcome back to Dwayne's World. Always great to have so many of your calls and your texts coming through. Always great to have a chat to the coach of South East Melbourne Phoenix, Simon Mitchell, who's been good enough to give us a little bit of his time. And South East Melbourne Phoenix are flying at the moment. But it's an interesting spot that the NBL season is in. South East Melbourne pretty much snapping at the heels of the top team, Sydney. There's a couple of surprise packets in the top four. New Zealand surprising a few. Cairns surprising a few. And there's a few outside the top five or six that might get runs going soon including the Wildcats Adelaide who are lower than expected and Melbourne United surprisingly third from last Simon welcome to the program firstly great to have you on how are you traveling at the moment you and your team
0: no I appreciate you having me on Dwayne no we're doing okay um we've uh we've won four four of our last uh six games and uh you know, I think uh, with the the start that we had to the season, we're starting to get a little bit more settled, and uh, I think we're doing all right.
1: You had to get a little um, aggressive with your team and tell them they weren't playing well. Uh, you, you even threw in a couple of games like uh, tra- names like uh, trash and horrendous in there to give uh, everyone an explanation of how were you going. I'm sure you said it in the locker room as well. Sometimes you you keep those things in house, but you were happy to throw it out there for the public to consume as well
0: oh, the public consumed it for the 90 minutes prior to prior to the press conference to be honest yeah i mean it wasn't a it wasn't a mystery um we were pretty poor against melbourne united uh, a few weeks ago um and i mean there were circumstances that led to it you know we, we had two players drop out uh, on the day of the game um in kyle Agnum and and ryan Brockoff, and, and joe chi um got injured that week and it was just uh, a little bit of a calamity um, from our standpoint, the defensive end. And, uh, yeah, I think it was there for all to see. It was just uh, being honest, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Can I... So how often... You know when the cameras are there for your time out. Um, do, do you sometimes hold back or do you, do you sometimes think, OK, well, I don't mind everybody at home knowing what I'm about to say here? How do you manage that?
0: Yeah, most of the times you're not aware of the cameras being there. Um But every now and then, you really probably have to unleash. And uh, for those ones, you've got to be a bit more conscious and make sure that everybody stands up. And that means that the cameras can't come into the timeout. So uh, we had a couple of those, or had one of those against Melbourne United the previous time. But I've been able to put that one to bed for the last couple of games.
1: And Melbourne United, your last win as well was uh, a damn good win. So how long do you get to enjoy that? Do you enjoy it? Do you go home and have a glass of red? and enjoy it for the night, and that's about it. Uh, do you allow the players to enjoy it for a night? It's a pretty big moment when you beat Melbourne United the way you did to get that form back.
0: Yeah, look, I think it was a, one of our better wins um, as a club. Uh, we, we, we came back from Perth, um, didn't have much time to, to regather. We, we just basically got on the floor and played again, so... Um, we We used exactly the same game plan strategies we did the previous uh, game, um you know ten days earlier, and uh, yeah, this time we just executed a lot more crisply um and more to the point. so yeah, it was um it was a good win, but you know, you can't sit on your laurels at, at the end of the day, it's just another win, and uh, you've got to move on to your next opponent, so. The next day we're watching Illawarra play and they had a really good performance um, despite being down a number of players against Sydney and we're really unlucky to lose that one. So we know we're going to come up against a team that from a record standpoint struggling but uh, played some really good basketball last weekend. So it's all about getting ready for Illawarra now.
1: Absolutely. And that's Sunday, 4 o'clock, for those people who want to get down and watch South East Melbourne Phoenix play at John Kane Arena Sunday, four o'clock against the Hawks who are struggling a bit. How many, you've been with this team for a while, Simon, so, mean, how many bakes do you have in a season? Do you reckon with the players to get a, a good reaction from them? Because, uh, there's this, a, a line I'm sure where it's overkill and They won't necessarily respond.
0: Yeah, I don't, I think it's a back pocket, um, strategy. Um, and quite often it's not even strategy. It's just being honest with you, mm-hmm. with your playing group. Um, yeah, you don't want to be a ranter and raver. Otherwise, when you really got something to say, it'll fall on deaf ears. So, you know, you got to leave it in the back pocket and pull out for, for, for the appropriate time. And, uh, you know, the energy was down on that day. Um, as we found out afterwards, so when Kyle had them pulled out with COVID that day, we had another player um, that, that uh, tested positive. uh the, the following morning and, and some other guys that were under the weather. So there was a, there was a little bit of a circumstance as to why our, our energy levels were low. But at the end of the day, if you got your uniform on, uh, you've got to play hard, and, and we weren't successful at doing that.
1: Mitch Creek's energy level's been up. He's having a pretty good season, and I think 300 games he plays this week against the Hawks on Sunday.
0: Yeah, he's going to be a good player once he gets his experience <laughs> in look uh, a mighty mighty season being put together by Mitch and i think it's been um widely reported about the, the you know the the physical ailments that he's carried into the season um and just the you see the work he does every week just to get himself on the floor and then the performances he's been laying out there for everybody to see has been really really um special and uh yeah, really looking forward to him uh, celebrating his 300th, and uh, Kyle Adam also um, notching up 200. So it's a it's a milestone weekend coming up.
1: Do you use it in your pre-game for motivation?
0: Uh, we'll certainly be making mention of it during the week.
1: Um, you know, both are extremely
0: popular people in the club, um, especially amongst the playing group. And uh, you know, whilst at the end of the day, you've got to execute, you have got to put the ball through the hole, and you got to defend. Um, when there's a loose ball to be had or there's a, a box out to be had or there's something that's easy to do or easy not to do. Um, if you've got those guys on your mind um, and you want to pay them uh, the respect that they deserve, then, then you'll go a little harder. And uh, So we'll definitely mention it. Um, and uh, at the same time, you also want to celebrate those two players.
1: Hawks are last, um, can't buy a win. How dangerous is it for you to, to not sort of head into that game with the right mentality?
0: Well, if you go through their record, you'll find their one victory was against us. So um, we, <laughs> we certainly uh, won't be taking anyone softly. I mean, we don't—we haven't earned the right to, 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 to go into games uh, nonchalant. Um, we, uh, we, we we put four wins on the trot together a little earlier in the season, um, but that's it for us. So we haven't maintained a, a, a really large. Um, portion of form, so every game we go in there prepared, and we and uh, we'll be treating the uh, the Hawks after a really good performance last week against Sydney, with, with all the respect of, um, that they've deserved.
1: So the sample size is fairly large now. You mentioned that you went into the Melbourne United game that you won with the same game plan. How much does change during the course of the season, Simon? Now you've got a chance to see everybody have your roster together for a while um, and work out how they're working you out.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you 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 go back even to last year with some of the same women coaches are returning and some of the, the methods that they employ to take away what you want to do and some of the things that have worked for you in the past and you build those into your strategies and game plans anyways. So whilst, it's only, well, whilst we now have a bit of a, um, a platform to see what teams are doing this year, especially with the newer coaches, um, you know, you, you take little, little bits and pieces um, along the journey into every game. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been, it's, it has been we've got far more knowledge now on all of our players than what we did earlier in the season, especially the new coaches with uh, you know Lugasa, teams like Illawarra and New Zealand um, and, and the way that they're approaching the game this year.
1: So is it just a no secrets kind of league then, Simon, where you just keep doing what you do and they know what you're going to do, but you're just striving to do it better to the point that they can't stop it? No, no, I think, so. I think
0: you have to be constantly re-evaluating what you do um how you do it and whether or not there needs some uh some changing uh we're constantly in front of computers working on the video and just pinpointing things that we could possibly do better um so yeah the the reason we went into the melbourne game with pretty much the same uh strategy is one that we never even got close to executing at the game before (laughs) Um, so they really didn't know what we wanted to achieve and uh and i you know with a short turnaround in time it's hard to implement a full game strategy um for a team when you've just, you know, you've been spent the week preparing for Perth Wildcats. So, um, yeah, just uh, you sometimes you got to stick to what's familiar for the players.
1: So shoot me down if you like, Simon. I'm happy for you to do it. But how, how it's about winning championships too. So you know you're going to probably have to beat the Sydney Kings to win the championship. I know there's a couple of other teams that are going to be good as well. And New Zealand's been a surprise and Cairns has been a surprise. How much is it about having the game style come the end of the season, presuming, of course, You'll make the playoffs. That can actually win you the championship.
0: Oh, absolutely! I mean, you've got to build for the long haul. You, you watch teams over the years, and and I'll go back to you know, Melbourne United and and, and and the successes that they've had in recent times, and and you see Dean is playing. You know, uh, players that. Uh, that, that uh, or high rotations, and, and and people are asking, well, why is he doing that? Well, he's building experience and getting runs into the legs of guys who he may need to rely upon at the end of the season. So you're constantly building towards uh, the ultimate goal, and uh, and we're no different with regards to the way we approach uh, each and every game as well.
1: So the teams that are below you, that, uh, they're going to get a run going, aren't they? Adelaide will get it together at some stage. Melbourne United's coming off two losses in a row, I think, now. So they're going to get it together. So it will be fairly tight when the whips are cracking.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's been the nature of this league probably the last three or four seasons. Uh, You get an injury at the wrong time and you know, you, you get the season can turn South on you pretty quickly. Or if, uh, you know, there's any sort of thing that can sort of mess with the chemistry, and, and all of a sudden you, you might be flying, and then uh, two weeks later you're out of contention. So you've always got to be on your game, and that's and that's the beauty of our league. It is just so competitive, and each and every week you can see it doesn't matter who's playing, um, any result can happen. And we saw that last week with with Illawarra and Sydney. You know, Illawarra is Illawarra's down two imports, um, and they go up against the the league leaders. And you know, if it wasn't for a uh, a a three-pointer with no time left on the clock, they get the win. So that's the beauty of our league.
1: And maybe a super zoom on where the toe was placed, but uh, that's for another time. You're taking a few <laughs> home games outside of... I know you have to because the tennis is on at John Kane Arena, but you're taking the Kings down to Gippsland. You play a game or two at uh, the State Basketball Centre as well? Yeah, we
0: are. Um, and, and we're really looking forward to that, both, both treks. Um, we got the, the games at the State Basketball Centre, which is, you know, it's dead set in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, and uh, it really is the heartland of basketball in Australia, and it's the the, the nickname, the heartland, and. Uh you know to get amongst the people get a little bit closer and it's such a loud stadium um and this they're, they're, they're sitting right on top of you it's it's always a great experience to go and play there and uh and then we get out to Tarelgan and, and we're playing the Sydney Kings which will be awesome as well we were fortunate to go out to Tarelgan and, and play there last year against Cairns um Taipans and, and this year we've got the Kings uh we're out in Tarelgan during the fever break doing some camps and clinics and uh You know, the the people love their basketball out there, so we look forward to playing in front of them.
1: So is that unique little part of your schedule an advantage to you then, to have that almost a a home-home, different home crowd? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think,
0: you know, like when you... When you, I mean, we've we've got a wonderful home crowd at John Kane Arena, and, and it's been so loud there this year. But it's just a different atmosphere, um, the general public are a lot closer to the court, and you know they're within touching distance, and just that enthusiasm. Um, it really, it really, uh, it feeds the playing group, and and to get out into Tarelgan, um which has got you know a, a great history in sport out in the Gippsland area, and a lot of great athletes come out of there, and they know their sport, they love their sport in Country Victoria, and that's uh, and that's you know, that feels like part of our home as well. having not been out there for for so many clinics and and for for games in consecutive years now, so we're building a supporter base out there, and we look forward to playing in front of them.
1: You also play Christmas Eve against the 36ers in Adelaide. I think it's a five thirty kickoff. Um, have you got Larry Kesselman's private jet home? Uh, where does Santa find you on on Christmas morning?
0: <laughs> we're uh, we're hitching a ride with some reindeers at six am uh, Christmas morning. So um, yeah, look, we play on Christmas Eve and uh, we'll stay in Adelaide for the evening, and uh, then we'll be on a flight first thing, crack of dawn on uh, on Christmas morning, and. Uh, Hopefully um, home uh, in time for, uh, for for the kids getting up.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that uh, the families... Uh, Santa will find you, he'll find you if you know where you are, especially if you're bringing home the chockies from the night before. Uh, how's the refereeing been, Simon? Uh, without uh, making it a loaded question, we've talked about this before, how hard they are on the big men. Um, it, have you enjoyed it this year? Uh, no, I, look, I, I think there's
0: been... Um, Really good dialogue and uh, and communications between the uh, the referees, the head of referees, and and the clubs this year. I think we're really starting to to make headway there and and getting a better understanding of of what um, what we can do. Um, the head of referee, Scott Butler. Um, I, I speak to him. I try and speak to him you know, every week or at least every fortnight, um, and it's not a confrontational conversation. It's educational. He's, he's educating me on things that we, you know, I'm asking questions and he's answering. He's giving me things that we can do better to avoid circumstances that we've found ourselves in, and and uh, and we relay that onto the players. So it's really just about sitting down and, and working through some of the issues that um, the, that crop up on a on a weekly basis. So. You've got no problems with them, mate. They've got a hard job, um, probably the hardest in the in the whole of the league. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of grey area that they need to operate within, and um, and and sometimes we get on them a little too hard.
1: Which uh, I think has ha- happened more in the past, maybe than this season. There's been some coaches in the past, I think, that have really gone super hard at them. It's one of the rare sports where the ref uh, gets that much feedback from a coach or anyone in the course of a game, and the back and forth. Can sometimes I think be uh, to the point that even I'm shocked. Gee, wow, I'm, I'm surprised the referee's taking that. Yeah,
0: they're pretty good um, in regards to like it's an emotional game. As all sport is emotional, and because you're in the same vicinity and you've got their ears, and and sometimes, oh, without a doubt, we all lose. Uh, we we all cross the line at times, but uh, they've got pretty thick skin and, and good natures from the majority, and uh, you know. They, they take it they know that it's emotional they give you a warning or they give you a look and you're like yeah maybe i'll cross the line there you pat him on the butt and say sorry <laughs> so it's, uh, we all do it um we all we, we all
1: cross that line but uh for the most part when you watch a video back they get more right than wrong and been a bit of controversy or argument about whether the coach's challenge is a good or bad thing do you like it do you do you think you can better get better using it uh how do you play it
0: uh, no, I'm not a fan, to be honest. I never was. I didn't like the uh, implementation of it and I don't really like where it's gone um, to this point. So, yeah, I don't engage in it too often. Um, I just don't see the benefits. I feel like you're really sacrificing a timeout more often than not. Um, and just going through the numbers in recent weeks, I think, was, I think it was like eight successful challenges from 43 attempts or something like that. So you know, the 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 odds are against you. Um things have to be absolutely perfect for you to get that right. And uh yeah. So not a fan of it. I feel like sometimes the the, the human element of you know, you know, mistakes are made that that uh we just roll with that, um and and move forward. But uh the one thing I do like is them checking the, uh, you know, the out of bounds in the last two minutes. I feel like that's that's the sort of thing that we can check, and obviously the foot on the line and the three pointers. But even then, you know, you need the technology to get that right, and I'm not sure we get those right all the time anyway. So even when we do go to the video, so so in a nutshell, yeah, not not really a fan until we probably got the technology to successfully do
1: it. Great to have you, Simon. Always good to be able to have a chat with you at length. I really appreciate it. Good to see you back in some really great form and hopefully you get another massive crowd. It was a sellout your last home game against Melbourne United. Hopefully you get another sellout against the Hawks. Get along this Sunday, 4 o'clock tip-off, and I think you've got another home game against Melbourne United coming up as well a week or so later. So uh, I'm sure you'll get a big crowd to that one as well. Great to have you. We'll talk soon. No doubt. Thank thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate the, the time. Simon Mitchell joining a Southeast Melbourne Phoenix coach for a Macca's Coffee Catch-Up. Don't miss Macca's 30 Days, 30 Deals. Uh, and we'll uh, keep in touch with Simon during the course of this season. But uh, yeah, just repeating, 4 o'clock this Sunday afternoon. So it's an afternoon start on Sunday if you want to get along and watch Southeast Melbourne. And then another home game coming up against Melbourne United. I think it's about December 3. So if you want to check that one out as well on your calendar, you can get along to that one. They're in great form as it stands at the moment. Uh, December 3 year, Phoenix and Melbourne. It's a Saturday night game at 8 o'clock but a Phoenix home game again so there'll be plenty of green. Take a break. Plenty more to come on Dwayne 12. It's
0: Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.